Hello and welcome back to the film tirade. I am your host, Adil Does Movies, and with me is my co-host. Introduce yourself, sir. Hello, I'm Weezer Hollick, and we're back. Yep, it's been how long? How long has it been, Jason, since our last episode? It's been like a month or two or some shit. Yeah, like fifty years. You would have sworn that we would have quit, like the rest of our competition did. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, but yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, movies are finally back in theaters, mainstream wise. You know, they're not just releasing shitty little 10 million dollar movies anymore are they yeah there's more than the hitman's wife's bodyguard oh god hitman's wife's bodyguard what a crappy movie <laughs> yeah yeah since we've been back the you know covid is kind of there's been vaccines there's been all that stuff happening to it i don't want to get demonetized on youtube i don't know if that's still a thing if you mention that thing i'll probably trim that out but yeah um, there's been vaccines there's been like wider audiences going to watch movies you know you got fast nine with Family Man, Dominic Toretto. Kino. That's come out. That's meant to be the big blockbuster. That's meant to get, you know, mainstream people back in. Black you got Widow, hit. I still haven't seen. Black Widow's pretty mid. You know, I, I've, it's it's very disappointing because it's, it's probably the worst Marvel movie. It's very mid. Then you got um you got all these movies. You got, like Jason said, Hitman Twice Bodyguard, aka the greatest movie out right now, right, Jason? Truth. Stream it so it or watch it so it doesn't be a box office flop. I wish it's a box office flop. I don't want a third movie. We need a third one. <laughs> what would even happen in the third one? It would be the hitman's wife's dog, sister's brother. Holy shit. Played by Morgan Freeman again? Yes, Morgan Freeman comes back. And they get... um. Well, Antonio Banderas was in this one, too. They really got all the the washed actors. Uh, he, he, it's funny, because he makes, like, he makes Doolittle and Hitman's <laughs> wife's bodyguard. And then he goes back to Spain and makes, like, seven Oscar... Yeah, he wins an Oscar or decides to be the worst actor of all time in, like, a kid's movie. He had no, like... What was his purpose in Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard? He literally was just... He was just just that villain that, like, was like, oh, I used to love you, Salma Hayek, and you used to love me. And then she was like, I did. And then she was like, I didn't actually. Yeah, and then his, like, whole thing was he was going to blow up the earth or some crap, but, like, yeah, that doesn't even get, like, ex- what explained or anything, and, like, it's... Nope, him it and my bodyguard. Do, do not so watch shit. it. Yeah, so do, not, shit. do not support <laughs> shitty, boring movies. And it tries so bad to be so bad that it's good, that, um, it's, you know, it's, it's like, not. Yeah, it's going for, like, this, like, over-the-top humor, but it's just never funny. Like, whenever Ryan Reynolds gets hit by a car and flies in the air, like, 16 times. Mm-hmm. Or whenever his mom dies at the at the park because some guy falls, guy sits yeah, on her. Yeah. yeah falls off the the ride or whatever and lands on. Him. <laughs> the That's hell? why he doesn't like gelato ice cream because <laughs> it reminds him. Oh, and every time they tried being sexist with Selma Hayek's character because she's hot. Yeah, there, there was that whole fifteen minute scene where oh, they were just God. he was she was just trying to taunt Ryan Reynolds' character. Who well it is, is it Ryan Reynolds' character? Because Ryan Reynolds plays himself in every single movie. He's yeah. In. Ryan like, Reynolds. Like, literally. Ever since Deadpool, you know this. Well, I think it's before Deadpool. I think he's been doing it since Green Lantern. Yeah. Yeah, like, if you think about it, he just plays fucking Ryan Reynolds. He's had such a weird career. He went from, like, rom-com guy to, like, weird independent movies that Yeah, that flops. he did, like, Buried and Mississippi yeah. Grind. And, then... and he also did, like, other movie voices, just, like, a horror comedy type American Psycho type thing. He did, yeah. like, a superhero type thing where he's, like... He's like someone's next door neighbor, but he's also like a creepy anti-hero type. He's done like a bunch of weird indie movies that flop, but were like decent, like yeah. good. 
and like they actually taunted him and then he went back to doing Green Lantern which was big superhero guy and everybody's like oh crap that's the guy from the buddy comedies he was married to Scarlett Johansson at the time he's sexy holy crap like, holy crap and, and now and now his career is just Deadpool and, and now he's he and now he's gonna make free guy where he plays Deadpool but PG it's awesome and Korg's gonna be in it Oh, Pog Champ, we love. Oh my God, did you see how crazy the internet got over Cog and Deadpool sitting down? Yeah, but everybody's like, they should do that for everything. No, that, that's, that's stupid. That's <laughs> I dumb. saw, and then, then the comments are like, Louise should be calling what they do. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Penny's dead from Ant Man, who just his whole shtick is that he talks really fast. Louise, join. But at least he gets to keep the car, Jason. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Deadpool really has become one of the most cringiest characters of all time wasn't he yeah like whenever I first saw the movie I was like I thought it's, it was funny but I can't yeah. even rewatch it anymore just because it's been ruined for me like it's literally you know how there's the whole incel character or Travis Bickle from Taxi Driver or Joker from Joker like yeah. incel you know like a society person that's the whole like metaphor like people make jokes and they're like that's literally me and it's like any edgy 18 to 26 year old who <laughs> smokes and stuff well um i think fucking deadpool is the literally me for every like 10 year old yeah it is like they literally they literally look every up 10 year old who says fuck yeah the... they look up to deadpool like that's their role model <laughs> which is funny because you, you know i got like dead De- deadpool comics i'm staring at right now in my comic shop cool <laughs> and he's like and, and the the volumes i have are like you know the the, sto- the stories the runs that i have about him yeah. like being a ptsd outcast isolated not having yeah, any friends they, and being they depressed. definitely made uh what is it they definitely have made deadpool turn into even more of a joke than he probably like than he ever really was yeah and uh, you know both deadpool movies have like some heart to him because they have to go back to the comic variant and deadpool 2 is more comic accurate even though he's still they tried to up the goofy ten-year-old, literally me guy, but like, but like, yeah, it's more comic accurate. But again, like, that's the lesser received out of the two because he breaks the fourth wall more often and takes the piss out of more stuff in this first yeah. one. And yeah, ever since Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds just plays himself. It's amazing. Thank you, Ryan. Keep making Hitman's wife's films. What? What? What the? How how do you think the table read went for Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard or Hitman's Bodyguard one? Like, what do you think they thought? What do I don't, you think the I don't even know was? who greenlit it. Who the hell was like, oh, I love the first one so much, we should have a sequel. Yeah. And, like, who who greenlighted the first one? Like, literally. Yeah, that, like, they pretty much just took a script out of the bin and they were like, all right, let's make it. You know about 50,000 movies or 50 million movies? It's about that don't get made every year because um, their scripts get, like, torched and shit. Yeah, something like Hitman's Bodyguard gets made seven times a year. We gotta watch. We gotta watch. So like, 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 imagine that. Imagine like your independent movie doesn't get made, but like Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard gets seven hundred different sequels. Because <laughs> everybody knows True Kino. Just go to Warner Brothers. They they greenlight every DC project. And then you get to go into uh, what is it? Um, the the LeBron the LeBom universe. Oh yeah, the LeBom universe, which is the movies we're gonna talk about today. So speaking of one artificial freak who just cashes in on his one big role, let's talk about a, a thing that is also like that. Space Jam 2. And before we talk about Space Jam 2, we should be talking about Space Jam. And before that, I think we should give like a little introduction about sports movies as a whole and like Space Jam itself, right? Sounds good. Yeah, so so Jason, 
what are sports movies like? They're, they're like pretty mid, aren't they? Like they're literally yeah, most, most they're... of them are probably the most form formulaic shit you'll ever see. But you do get your occasional one that's actually pretty good. Yeah, I feel like they're all very like uh, run of the hill, um, cliche, right? They're all cliched. Yeah, I mean, and... it's pretty much like, oh my god, they gotta win the big game, and then they win the big game. That's yeah. pretty much ninety percent of them. And that's the that's the reason why Space Jam One kind of you know uh, was very highlighted compared to every other sports movie. But uh, we'll get to that. But like the main thing about sports movies is they can they can be very dramatic, but the audience usually feels disappointed because they're very cliched and they all have the same plot. Or we are a bunch of outcasts. We don't get along. They form a team and then they win the big game. You know that's that's basically Holy every sports crap. movie, isn't it? That's literally every single sports movie. And I like sports. Jason likes sports, and we like the occasional sports movie. We like a lot of them, but like it, that's one of the reasons they don't really stick with audiences because it's like sports are very, you wouldn't really make a movie about someone losing, now would you, in a sports yeah, game? That wouldn't be uh, good for the, I feel like a mainstream audience wouldn't like that. Because they're like underdog stories and crap. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know a lot of people don't like when characters die in movies. Yeah. And like, so, if, so and since sports movies have like a mainstream audience, they're like, it, it, yeah, the, the mainstream audience would not enjoy like them losing and shit because they'd be like, "Oh, that was a waste <laughs> of time." Because that's what mainstream audience sees a movie; they, they see it as a waste of time. Like if like if a character they're engaged in dies, or like if someone yeah. loses or something, they see it as a waste of time. Unless it's Tony Stark, then it's awesome. Yeah. But then, then you also got the other side of the mainstream audience are like, "Oh, another sports movie? I've seen this a million times before. <laughs> not watching." <laughs> exactly. Consume. A lot of movies do that with fucking, um, what do you call it, trailers. They, a lot of people comment shit like that in trailers. They're like, yeah. I've seen this movie a million times, but it's not about the, <laughs> it's not about the ending. It's about the journey. For movies, in my opinion, agreed. But yeah, but like, I love Uncut Gems so much because it just it fucks the mainstream and the normies. Like it just fucks both of them up. I remember whenever people were commenting on like Rotten Tomatoes, the the people, the human, the audience reviews yeah they were all like uh what is it um they were like this was i saw a few reviews that gave it half a star and they were like this isn't this isn't like the normal adam sandler movie uh, like yeah. what the hell did you expect you know, i you know i've got a funny image in my head of like little jimmy with his parents and they're all wearing <laughs> like um jack and jill t-shirts or grown-ups t-shirts and they all walk in and they're like three tickets to uncut gems please the guy looks at them they're like are you sure Ma'am, <laughs> and then and then she's like, "I'm so." Uh, the Karen is like, "I'm sorry," uh, you know, flipping at them, and she's like, "This is an Adam Sandler movie, and little Jimmy loves Adam Sandler. We always watch Adam Sandler <laughs> movies. Just ask his dad." Then then he just passes them the tickets because he don't want to fight. They walk in with their Jack and Jill T-shirts, sit down, and watch Adam Sandler quote, "Holy shit, I'm gonna come." <laughs> Holy crap, Lois! Oh god, imagine. I bet there's like a shitload of kids that watch Uncut Gems, you know. Because their parents, yeah, they probably thought, "Oh, what a fun, what a fun thing." Nope. Yeah. Oh god, Uncut Gems, amazing movie. But yeah, sports movies are all very like cliched. They all have the same arc to them, and that's the reason a lot of like sports movies don't really get made. To be... well, they do get made, and people fall for it. A lot of the redneck part of America kind of loves watching these movies, don't they? Yeah. So, like, the same crowd that like the Happy Madison comedy movies by Adam Sandler, they're, they're the same people that watch this shit. And, um, you know, they, they, they eat it up, but they're all very predictable, and they don't really try to be unique or stylistic. Yeah, it's kind of just, I don't know, 
kind of just a way to make some money, I guess. But the sports films usually don't even do that well in the box office. Yeah, it's, it's really weird. It's like, I guess a lot of, it might just be a passion project from the people that make them, you know, sports yeah. movies. I, th- I honestly think it might be because they don't do well at all. And we watched an awful sports movie earlier this year called Boogie Movie. Remember Boogie? Boogie. And that was supposed to be an independent take of movie. That was an independent take, yeah. And that was definitely a passion project, 100%. But it, I'm sorry. It just I'm was sorry. not good. Eddie Huangge, it was, it was not good at all. I, I, he had some of the worst dialogue I've heard all year. It was, yeah. It was, and, I mean, it was pretty much written by, like, I don't know, a computer that has watched a few sports movies. Bro, didn't he compliment a girl's vagina in that movie? That was one of the lines yep. of dialogue. And then, I, and then she's like, I'll never get with you. And then the next scene, she's with They came together? Yeah, yeah, the next scene, they're like, ooh, he likes you. And she's like, really? And he's being <laughs> a douchebag to her, like, throughout the whole movie. Yep, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. You know what they say? Gaslight gatekeep girl boss. Exactly. And look, he got the girl. Oh my god, teaching us smelling more lessons. Thank you, Boogie Movie. Maybe if I be a dick to girls and be a little cunt, uh, maybe I can get a girlfriend as well. Holy crap. Oh god, Boogie Movie. Great movie. Do, do not watch Boogie. Do not watch it. It's no, just a really crap cliche basketball movie. Yeah, It's really dead. The thing is, basketball are some of the more fun you like sports movies, so it's kind of weird that some shit like yeah. Boogie exists. But that's when we get to our next thing. So as we said, it's cliched. They're all very like overdramatic. They're very dead. But then we got um, six out of ten stuff. Basically, every sports movie is like kind of a six out of ten thing, besides yeah. Boogie, which is like four. But then, um, so that's when we get to the second thing, and that is so in 1996, a movie was made, and it had awful critical reception. Yet there's some sort of nostalgia to it, and that nostalgia is due to the style, the people that it collaborated with. And the whole 90s, like, ad- advertising that it has going for for it. And that movie is Space Jam. Holy crap. And so what, Bomb is, what, what is Space Jam, Jason? What is Space Jam? Space Jam is where, what is it? Um, Michael Jordan is deciding to play baseball. Oh, no. Fuck you, Michael Jordan. And then he accidentally gets, and the, the monsters come down to Looney Tune world and like Bugs Bunny's like, all right, we'll fuck with you guys. Let's play basketball. But then the, then the monsters or then the aliens become the monsters because they steal powers and then they have to get Michael Jordan to help them win the basketball game. Oh God. I, I also love how they only went for Michael John. They didn't, they didn't go for any of the, the other basketball Everybody players. Everybody else sucks. The monsters didn't steal. But if they got the whole Chicago Bulls squad, they would have won easily, right? I don't even know why they'd go after Bumjay if he was playing baseball. What the hell? Yeah. When you have to, who was the Shaq was around in the, this time? Yeah. They, they could have gone for fucking uh, what do you call it? Uh, Scotty Pippen, I guess. <laughs> Bum- yeah, I don't. I also don't know how the Monstars decided to pick these guys because. Oh, they I picked like Larry Johnson and Sean Bradley. Yeah, who the hell's who the hell wants Sean Bradley's talent? He's not. He's that tall, good. even though they're all tall. Yeah. Oh my god! I think the only cool players in that team were um, in the Monsters team. The rival team was Patrick Ewing and uh, what do you call it, Charles Barkley? Yeah, Chuck. Chuck. The other he Chuck is actually kind of one of the best actors out of all the basketball players as well. Yeah, I remember that scene where he's like, depressed. he like goes to play basketball with the girls, and they're like, "You aren't Charles Barkley." And then he's yeah. like, oh. Oh, man. But what did they know about him losing his powers on court, on the court? So why the hell would they? 
call him a bum because I feel like if 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 Patrick Ewing and Charles Barkley at the same time just randomly lost their power or their ability to play yeah, basketball, ability. I that feel like that would else. be news. That's why no no it was news though. That's why they went to the therapist yeah. and shit. Remember? And then yeah, they, and then they and then the girls don't even know. The girls are liars. The girls are casuals, bro. Then anyway, we got yeah. to remember this in '95. They didn't. They, all the all their news came from TV. Yeah. True. The yeah. Telly. The telly in it. So they probably thought, and plus, like, you know when you see someone like a bum, like Kwame Brown or like Brian Scalabrini or some shit, they, they'd beat us in a basketball game. Pretty much. So they probably thought level one, Charles Barkley is still probably, you know, Yeah, probably better. But yeah. he sucks. But he's a bum. He's a bum. And that's why oh he's the best. He... Kirsten Runquist gave Space Gym a two out of five. Predictable. <laughs> Boom. But like, but yeah, uh, but like we were saying, uh, Space Jam, before we got to the Charles Barkley talk, Space Jam is, it's an interesting movie. It's a basketball movie. It stars doing tunes. It stars Michael Jordan. Everybody knows what it is. You know, it's iconic. And it has that very, like, memorable 90s feel to it, if that makes any sense. The 90s too. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely feels like a film made in the mid-90s. Even in terms of, like, the animation and stuff, too. Yeah, it's all very 90s. I think that's why it sticks with people. It's more stylistic than the other sports movies. And also, the thing with Space Jam is, and the reason why I don't like how people kind of shit on it heavily, or, like, try to criticize it like it's Citizen Kane or Paddington Bear 2, the, the greatest movie of all time before it got oh 99% God. of Rotten Tomatoes, just like Citizen Kane. But um, the reason I don't like when people shit on it or try to compare it to something like Citizen Kane uh, review-wise is because... It's literally a movie made to sell shoes. Yeah. Like, it was literally... The concept for this movie originated from a series of, like, highly popular uh, comedy commercials for Jordan's shoes. Exactly. We kind of make the money. So this whole movie was just made for money. It was made through money. And it was made and made money. Like, this movie is just money the movie. But, like, everybody has to criticize it. Like, you know, it's a passion project or it's, like, an actual independent art house movie. No, no, it's just... It's literally just made to sell shoes. It's an advertisement. Like, it, it literally is. So, when you watch something like Space Jam, you have to go in and have fun with it, you know? And I, I do have fun with it. What about you, Jason? Yeah, I've always I've always been a big Space Jam fan. I've been watching it, I mean, pretty much my entire life. I've spent a religious holiday watching Space Jam with just my uncle and his son. Exactly, as you should. As you should. You should be watching Space Jam on Christmas, Eid, Hanukkah, uh, Diwali. All those, all those festivals, just like I did. Yeah, Space Jam is just... It, it's really part of its time. It's aged really badly, but I fucking love the movie. I think it's a masterpiece. I just love how fucking stupid it is, how dumb it is, and how it just references everything. One of the movies will say he likes it. What oh, yeah. He'll, yes, yes. Juani Dig. The, the Jason Juani Dig of the episode. Yes, the, epi- <laughs> the episode... It recurs every episode I'm, as yeah. I'm liking his message in the chat right now. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. But uh Space Jam was such a hit that it kinda originated like it kinda started a trend with basketball players. Like every single basketball player had to have the Space Jam movie, right? You have to make the monies. And ever since like I think two thousand and nine, since he joined the Heat, LeBron was like LeBron and Space Jam was meant to be like a thing. Since yeah, I remember I remember hearing about it like for so many different players too. Like I think I, I remember hearing what's his name. Um also, uh, like Blake Griffin or something like uh, so oh, yeah. Names. oh yeah, like, Blake Griffin was meant to be in Space Jam movie. He had a Space Jam ad when when the shoes came back for like yeah. anniversary. I remember that. That was like 2016 or some crap. 2014. 
CP3 was meant to be attached to it. There's some other shit. Probably like, I'm guessing Kobe was probably going to get a Space Jam. That's probably a prediction, right? Yeah, I think I could I could see that happening. But but like since he went to Miami Heat, LeBron was like always like highlighted with the Space Jam movie in the future. And it finally did happen recently. And since LeBron and Space Jam, like in that little middle before basketball players had the Space Jam movie and after, there was a little bubble, right, where they made uh, that Looney Tunes movie back in action. Yeah. And there was also going to be... Um, this movie was so successful. It was going to start up a whole Looney Tunes cinematic universe before the MCU. Oh, there's, crap. Yeah. There's going to be a... What's it called? There was going to be a Skate Jam with Tony Hawk. Yeah, Skate Jam, Spy Jam with uh, spy Jackie jam. Chan. With Jackie Chan. There was going to be apparently a movie with uh, Keanu Reeves. Holy crap, Lois. Yeah, that was going to be a jam. So Keanu, Jackie Chan, uh, Brendan Fraser got his... Uh, movie with back in action who else who else oh yeah tony hawk they're all gonna get their own space jam movies i just find that so weird that they're gonna make a whole space jam universe like what what's gonna connect them is michael jordan gonna assemble a team michael jordan's gonna yeah he's gonna they're gonna have to defeat the ultimate monsters the ultimate monsters oh my god i also love how star studded the cast for space jam is they got bill murray in there as a cameo yeah bill murray gets his little he just wants to play basketball I think that's another reason this movie works. It's so, like, self... Oh, and Larry Bird, too. Yeah, Larry Bird's just there. I, I, I like this movie because I think it's very, like, self... It knows what it is, you know? It knows yeah, what it's it is. Not, it's, it, all Looney Tunes movies have a, a pretty big self of sense, uh, uh, sense of self-awareness. Yes. And this movie is not different. That's one reason I like Back in Action. I know Back in Action is hated a lot. I haven't even seen Back in Action, but it looks good. We should, we should check it out sometime. But, um... Yeah, we should watch it together sometime. You know, I think you either hate, you either think it's so bad it's good, or you either like it. But um, yeah, I, I like back in action because I think it's very self aware, and this movie is also very self aware. A lot of these Dune Tunes movies are, and a lot of people point to that scene of Daffy Duck kissing the Warner Brothers logo on his ass because <laughs> <laughs> he knows who provides for him. That's a hilarious scene. Exactly. We also got, but you also got Bill Murray just playing Bill Murray and, and being like, "Yeah, I'm here for the money." A producer of the movie is one of my friends. You know? Yeah, he just he's just trying to get the clout. He's just trying to get his bread, bro. And this movie is not ashamed Sigma. to say it wants the bag. Sigma movie. Hashtag literally me. Space Jam is the Sigma male version of society Joker <laughs> memes. Sigma. Ah, oh, God. Yeah, I love Space Jam. I think it's so corny. It's so part of its time, but it's also so ahead of its time. And I do like back in action as well. Which is why I was really hyped to see Space Jam, A New Legacy. I expected it to be so bad. It was good. And... um yeah, let's talk about if it delivered. Jay, so what did you think of Space Jam A New Legacy, the LeBron James Space Jam um, movie? You know, going in, I was I was excited. I figured, you know, uh, Le, Le Boom, uh, you know, my, one of my favorite basketball players ever. Yeah. Uh, you know, and the Looney Tunes, Space Jim. How could it How could it go wrong? And then they just turned it into a pretty much an ad for Warner Brothers, and that's about it. And that's, yeah. that's, that's the film we got. That's the movie. It's just brought to you by Warner Brothers. And the thing with Space Jam 1 is, even though it does all this shit, it's very... Well, the second movie's pretty fast-paced as well, but the first movie just feels more like a movie, pace-wise. You know, it doesn't the first movie's more focused on basketball, too. I feel like... Yes! This one, like, this one they practice for, what, two minutes, and then they're mm-hmm. ready. And then the match happens? Yeah. The thing with the first Space Jam movie is, so the first act is the Looney Tunes being self-aware. The second act is hilarious, like, side things. It feels very grounded. For, like, a movie of this caliber as well, the first one. Yeah. And I like that. I like how it feels grounded, even though there's, like, this whole alien doing to him cartoon thing going on. You got the players focusing on themselves. And the second act is just Jordan trying to train him. 
Yeah, it's like they they don't know how to play. Why the hell would why the hell yeah. would they be good? I also don't understand why Le Le Bon isn't more mad over the fact that uh that LeBron's like, oh, we should get Superman, and then Bugs Bunny is like trying to hide the fact he just wants the Looney Tunes back. Why wouldn't LeBron be annoyed over that? Like, just get yeah. Superman anyway. Why not? Yeah. And again, there is that one scene where Superman is there. So like, yeah. I don't know. And he's and like, Woman... you want to play basketball? Yeah. <laughs> and Wonder Woman's there as well, I guess. And she, and yeah. she just she's like, oh yeah, bye Lola, go play basketball. <laughs> the movie's kind of stupid, but um. But yeah, the the whole thing with Space Jam 2 is it is so bad that it's good. It's so fucking like weird, isn't it? It's such a mess. It feels like a shit yeah, post. It, it does. feels like a shit post, yeah. It's just like they threw every single idea they possibly had and just threw it at the wall. And so, like I was saying, and like you were saying, the first act of Space Jam 1, doing two and stuff. Second act, he's trying to train for the basketball game while he gets some funny little Charles Barkley scenes on the side. Third act is the basketball game. And I don't know if you feel the same way about this, Jason. But not only did they only have two minutes to train, but the basketball game in Space Jam 2 did not feel like a basketball game. It just felt like a fight. Yeah, it was. I mean, just because of, I don't know, they had to make it all like Dom's version. Dom ball. And I hated that, you know? Yeah. Dom ball was because, I mean, like literally if you could score like 500 points on one basket, what the hell's the point? Yeah. Like I honestly made it. It just made the stakes feel more low and also just... It was very dead. Like it just felt very like okay. I went. I, let's get this over with. I was on my phone the first time I watched this on during those scenes. I was just like, yeah, let me just. I also don't understand how. What is it? Like what? It, LeBron is talking to his wife or whatever, like mm-hmm. in the court, and then she's and then uh, Dom's mom, LeBom's wife, <laughs> is trying to is trying to call him like two seconds later, and they're like, he can't hear you. He He's on the court. You. Yeah. How how would that work? And she's talking Le to LeBom throughout the whole match. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah, and also so I don't understand how like they keep trying to tell Dom they're like, oh my god, if you if they win, you know the world, all these people are gonna be stuck here. He's like, nope. Like, what do you mean no? <laughs> also, there's that one scene where the well they rig it a lot. They they rig Dom ball a lot. Don Cheadle rigs it a lot. Yeah. So Don I don't Cheadle. get how he can lose if he can just rig it. Because Bugs Bunny did the epic crossover step back. <laughs> Holy shit, the epic crossover step back in the last when few how, minutes, which he could have started the game Le with. Bon's move? The movie we kept saying, like, oh, that's LeBron's when move. When he doesn't have move. a move. What the hell is that? Yeah, LeBron's move is just fucking running into the paint and score. That's, yeah, <laughs> he, he runs in the paint. I guess his fucking iconic move would be the Dwayne Wade no-look dunk. But like, yeah. but, like, he doesn't have a move, you know? Dwayne Wade hasn't played with him for, like, five, four years now. You know, he's washed. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, like, he he does layups. And he runs into the paint and he does three sometimes. He doesn't have a no look. That's more yeah. of a James Harden swimming move. Yeah, that'd be a James Harden move over a Lee Doo move. It was so fucking weird, man. It just, it felt very, it felt very like paint, like dry as well, the dialogue. It just felt very yeah, like the, you know, kids. Oh, like the first, the first act with like Dom and he's like, and he's like, you've got to play basketball, Dom. And then. All because Le- when LeBon was a kid, they said you can't play video games. So you now can you only play basketball. I also hate how they try making LeBron look like a dick, but throughout the whole movie, you're yeah. like, oh, he's just a nice guy. Yeah, like, how come, throughout the whole movie, how come LeBon is like talk like seem like they make him seem yeah. like he's a boomer? But I mean, like, let's not act like he's on Twitter every single day. Why the hell is he acting like he doesn't know technology? And also, fucking the, the movie doesn't do a good point, like good job. I'm making him look like a dick because he still looks like a nice guy. 
Yeah, it's not like I don't know. Lately, Dudu's acting is pretty mid too. Oh yeah, his acting is mid. I think he's a better actor than Jordan. Yeah, which uh, isn't his, saying much though. Yeah, but his yeah. his animated voice acting was good though. I yeah, liked it. his 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 voice acting was great in my opinion. His actual acting off. Fucking awful. Hey, Dom, you gotta concentrate on playing basketball, Dom. Like, I, or that scene where he's getting sucked into the, into, like, the universe, and he's, like, yelling. That yell seems like he just, like, I don't know, oh, he wasn't even trying. Yeah. The, yeah. I, love, I do love the little joke, though, with the Nike swoosh is his fault. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of j- cool jokes when they're in the Looney Tune world. It's just, everything else in the movie just doesn't work for me, and it makes it kind of There's so, so many... Cr- which in a good way. Rick and Morty. Oh, Rick and, that's another reason I'm like, it's so fucking stupid. I love it because of that shit. Like, Rick and the, Morty. I do really like the first Space Jam unironically. Like, not in a so bad it's good way. This movie yeah. is more of a so bad it's good way, but at the same time, it's yeah. not good. It's, it's just a mid movie, you know? And people like Tommy, like, you know, our friend Tommy, Jason, and like a lot of other mainstream people that don't like basketball, or like just people that don't like sports, you know, they. They like the second one more than the first one. They see it as a yeah. so bad it's good movie. Because it's and this... I don't know, usually like it's weird because I wouldn't have guessed Space Jam would get have such a like I've I've seen so many people who don't like normally even watch sports watch Space Jam too. Like yeah. that's crazy how big it is. Yeah. And it's a basketball movie. Yeah. But the thing is more people like Space Jam two than Space Jam One. Like the more casual people that don't watch sports. And I think the reason that is is because it has nothing to do with bit of basketball. Yeah. And I think, you know, they think, oh, you know, this is a good movie to show to kids. But in reality, Space Jam 1 is more fun and has more to do with the sport. And it's one of the reasons we all like it. Even though, you know, they, 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 the casual people that don't watch sports, they, they prefer the second one. And I think it's because it's more of a stupid movie with, like, no stakes. You know, it, it, it doesn't have basketball. They, they, they don't play basketball in that movie. They, that's like saying Watch Rocket us. League is football. It's it's exactly. it's just really dead. And um, what rating would you give Space Jam Two? Space Jam Two. Um, I think I gave it a two point five on Letterbox. It's 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 like all right. It it did its purpose of yeah, like you know, I guess right. half entertaining me for like ninety minutes. But did I? Oh no, no, it's like an hour and fifty minutes. It's but very fast paced though. What is it? Yeah, I just Which I just like kind of forgot it all, and I was so you know was Steven, I thought the ending what was Steven Yeun doing that for two minutes? Get yeah. in the bag. He was like, yes, I agree with LeBron. Algorithm is awful. He's like, I'm, an ex- I'm a movie executive. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, breaking news, Steven Yeun just wanted to play a movie executive his whole life. That was, that was his dream job. So he could make money. And Sarah yeah. Silverman's there too. Sarah Silverman was there as well, yeah. What? That was a random-ass cameo. There was so much weird cameos in this movie. But yeah, I, I, I prefer the first one. I'd give this a... Four out of ten or a five, I'll give it a two out t- a two out of five. It's a good movie uh, for kids. I'd show it to my kids if I had them, but um, I I don't have kids and I don't really. I prefer the first one. I honestly do. I think the first one. Yeah, my my little cousin watched it with me. He loved it. Yeah, I understand that because it is uh, little kids, especially if you don't like sports, will prefer this movie to like Space Jam One because it, it it doesn't have anything to do with sports. It has Warner Brothers characters bumping in with LeBron. And it has like an arcadey Rocky League esque basketball game at the end, but I, I yeah. Would also, what the about the uh, what is it? Um, what about um, the uh, 
crap, what am I? Uh, oh, the like the background audience. It looked like you could tell that was just a ginormous green screen. Like the like oh, the, yeah. the um, oh, characters don't even look the like they're watching motion. the game half the time. Yeah, they're, they're just kind of like dancing back and forth and like yeah. weird cosplay Do outfits. See, yeah. And they weren't staring at the right place. They were just looking on the other side dancing. It was hilarious. Yeah, it's like during timeouts and the bench is going on. It's like they're just staring onto the court. Like, what the hell are you looking at? That was that was so fucking funny, bro. Oh god, but yeah, I think there are some soul jokes like that one scene where a cameo happens when they say a certain Uranus is going to be in the game, and you know, an oh actor appears instead. Yeah, that was, that was kind of funny. I think for a kids' movie, the movie is very over the top. It's more over the top than the first one, isn't it? Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. But I feel like with the first one, they tried creating like an actual. They probably, even though it's self-aware, they tried creating an actual movie. I'd say. Yeah. Kids could like, and this and this one is like, oh yeah, well we'll just profit off the first one's name. We'll profit off LeBron. It'll be a bigger advertisement for Warner Brothers than the like, movie ever was. Holy suggest? crap! They were in the Matrix. Oh yeah, they, they were in the, the Ma- Granny. Granny is the one. She is Neo. Holy crap! And Speedy Gonzalez. Yes, he's in it. Ariba. And uh, there's a lot of other people in it. The skunk got cancelled. Remember that skunk was going to be in it? Pepe Le Pew? He yeah. got cancelled? Pepe That's Le Pew, hilarious. goodbye. Yeah. But there's one thing that um, that will stand out, and that is Bugs Bunny's amazing performance. And she, he should get nominated for an Oscar, the same way RDJ was going to get nominated for Endgame. Yes, RDJ. RDJ's deserved it. Yes, because they both, they both basically play the same character, don't they, Jason? Pretty much. Yeah, but no, it is great that LeBron got uh, Bugs Bunny out of retirement for this movie and helped him with his drug and cocaine addiction. Thank you, Bugs. Thank you, thank you, Bum, for for you know helping the, Bugs out. What about the end where uh, where, Le- uh, where Bugs Bunny somehow comes back to life and it's like, uh, don't worry, Doc, I brought the whole family. Yeah, we we're just gonna fucking spoil the movie. Yeah, I, I agree. That, that movie yeah, it doesn't that, matter. Who the hell? Who the hell's yeah, going who on? The hell's, yeah, the who the hell's? Who the hell's? Space Jam Two spoilers. Yeah. Yeah, fucking yeah! Why, why? Bugs Bunny sacrifices himself at the end, and uh, because he did back, the step back. Yeah, skip forward to two minutes if uh, you don't want to listen to us. He did the step back. He sacrificed himself. He died only to return at the end, and it was really fucking dumb. Tuesday. Oh yeah, he says Taco Holy Tuesday. Oh, good. I also love how uh, LeBron's. I also love how LeBron's kids all have different names, even though Bronny is literally going to be a basketball player when he grows up. Yeah, they have, I like, what I... is it? Like, I guess Bronny and, and, and Zuri are, are like, Bryce. you know, like, the, the in-place actors and Bryce are all, they have, like, actors for them. Yeah. But for some reason, they're not called by their actual names. Yeah. Even LeBron's wife isn't called by her actual name. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah, it's so weird. They have different names as well as different actors playing their, his loved ones. Yeah, and they only have like three minutes. The guy that has to, uh, what is it? Um, the guy who plays like he was supposed to look after Lee Boom, and he's oh, like, I lost the ripoff friend guy. Yeah, and then he cries. That be a Maverick Carter ripoff. Whatever LeBron's LeBron's agent is called. Yeah, yeah, Space Jam Two. It's it's stupid. It's more over the top, and that's why kids will enjoy it than the first one. But I prefer the grounded feel of the first one. Agreed. And I think that's how we're going to end the episode. So yeah, short little episode to return. Check about Space Jam 1, 2 and the interesting career of Ryan Reynolds. And yeah, um, film tired out. Adios.